After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to another episode of Expected Buffalo, the podcast. I'm Chad Dedeminis. He's Anthony Chandra. And, well, the way I put it in my article today, Anthony, is things have started to unravel quickly here. Like, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about, oh, cool, look at this. They're getting some, you know, some averages goaltending, and mm-hmm. they're scoring some goals, and they're kind of staying in games, and that's gone. Yep. That's... <laughs> I, yeah, if Tukarski's not putting up like a 9-6, it's just, it's not working. And he does that once every six games or so. So it's at not least, good. At least six goals in every game for the last six games. Six goals against. Do you want to know how many games the Buffalo Sabres have lost this year when they've scored at least three goals? How many? Well, how many? Do you know how many games there are? Then I can guess. Oh man, now you're testing. I think there's like 22, right? This, no, I'm saying like how many they scored at least three goals. Like, do you have many games that is? Oh, I don't. No, sorry. Well, so I would say, I don't know. How many games have they won or have they lost? Lost. Scoring lost? three goals or more. How many times have they lost? Eight. Out of their 13 losses, nine. Nine. <laughs> nine of their 13 <laughs> losses, they have scored three goals or more. That's ludicrous, man. It's insanity. That is unheard of levels of bad goaltending. Like what? Just where do you even begin with it? It's uh, nearly 75% of your losses are games where you scored a minimum, minimum of three goals. (laughs) Minimum. That's insanity, man. Like I can't even wrap my head around that. What was the tweet I had like the other day after the, was it the Seattle loss or? I don't know. They'll blend it. I think it was a Florida loss. Mm-hmm. We're five of the last seven games that scored at least four goals and have only won one time. Sounds right. Yep. That, that tracks. That's four goals. And that's four goals. Yeah. I think when I was looking, they've lost six games with uh, four goals or more. It's Just still insane. It's nearly half of your game. Bananas. Half of your losses. You've had four goals. Like, what? Yeah, really yeah. bad. I mean, that's going to kind of be the focus of like it, not just the goals anyway. We'll move we'll some other things we want to talk about, but like that's that's the main thing here. I mean, since the last mm-hmm. time we had a podcast, Adams tried somebody and he played one game and it didn't go well, and and he got hurt, and and he got the hurt. Extent to which we don't know. Yeah, right. It's Malcolm Subban. So yeah, it's <laughs> it's not good. It's yeah. I mean, again, I mean, what do you expect there? Come pulling up a guy from the AHL with a 0.893, you kind of, you know, it's what you have coming to you. But again, the options aren't great. And I I guess I'll give Adam some credit for trying something here, not just sitting on his hands and just letting it just go and go and go. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got him for free too. So it's not like if it doesn't work, oh well, kind of deal. But uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's bleak right now. It's and it's on the sense that like, the team is playing bad and it's unwatchable bleak. It's just it, it legitimately. And, and I feel like this watching the game, I can't imagine how they feel playing the game is every turnover. Every time the puck comes across the blue line, you're like, Oh God, like it's, you yep. know, it's every time it is. It, yeah. It's, it's like that. It's how I used, it's how I felt. I think it was game one, 2005 or 2006 actually of the Sabres Ottawa series when I think the game was like nine to eight that went yeah. to overtime seven six like, seven six okay yeah it's something insane right and I was just watching like oh god what's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean the Ray Emery that series was pretty bad so that ended up working in the Sabres favor but yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. I, I don't I, I don't know and, and it's and we talked about this yesterday a little bit and 
it, it's I think what's happening from Moxley's goaltending is it's distorting our, our view of what decent goaltending is. It's just like now that, every yeah. goal is you're like, man, I, I like a save there. You, you know, people tell you, well, that, I mean, that's a hard shot. What are you going to do? I'm like, but right. you're allowed to save hard ones. Like, yeah, there's, <laughs> that, okay. and that's, that's the thing, right. Where, you know, I, I'm giving Aaron Dell the business right on Twitter and people are just replying, well, well, the defense messed up there. It's like, oh, okay. Do you many times defenses mess up and goalies make a save anyway? Like, did we forget what like good goaltending is or even average goaltending? Because like they're allowed to save a hard shot just because it was hard. Doesn't mean like you absolve the goalie of blame. Yeah. It drives me bananas when people say that it's like, okay, well then let's get a perfect defense that never allows a high danger shot. And then we can criticize a goalie. If he lets something in, is that, is that what it takes now? Like, it's just annoying. I don't know. I mean, last night was a perfect example of that. I mean, the seat Carolina gave up more than the Sabres did. Yeah, but their goalie made saves, so you their thought they played saves. better defensively than the other team did when that wasn't true. It wasn't true, and and that, that's yeah, the misconception and, of you just use your eyes to rely on the game and not look at the numbers. Like that's the misconception we're getting caught in is is they look so bad defensively because yeah. every mis in almost literally with no exaggeration, literally almost every mistake they make ends up in their net. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like nothing gets glossed over. Then every mistake right. then goes every under the microscope. Is, is ma- right. It's like yeah, yeah, magnified. Yeah. Every single mistake is magnified. When in reality, they're they're an extremely average defense. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, the article I wrote okay. today about all this. They mm-hmm. they were 18th in expected goals against going into tonight. Yep. And if if you took the last 14 game stretch, I kind of broke it out into then really went south here. Mm-hmm. There's a trend that the defense, you know, expect the goals against per 60 is going in the wrong direction. It's not good. But mm-hmm. even over that 14 games, this 14 game touch, I broke it out from like November 13th to the Toronto game to yesterday. Okay. They're 23rd expected goals against. Not good, right. but not they're good. not the worst. No, like, it's it's not a team that should be giving up six goals a game. 3.78 goals against per 60 minutes over the last 14, 14 games. Right. That's insanity. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you're scoring at 2.54, which is 16th in the league. Yeah. If I would have told and, you, and what it, started, I think they're the second Sabres last in expected shooting. Right. But if yeah. I would have told you for the season started, oh, by the way, the Sabres are going to be 17th in the league in goals, mm-hmm. goals four per 60. You'd be like, mm-hmm. well, that's insane. That's awesome. I, yeah. Yeah. The, I, I would say they're above 500, right? Yeah. And you'd say, well, sir, I have news <laughs> for you. Have you ever heard of Aaron Dell? I mean, it's just it's it's frustrating because we've seen what this team could be in October and the early part of November. Yeah. When they get just average goaltending. Right. What they can do. Right. Yeah. I mean, Craig Anderson, 9-2-0, which is good. I'd say it's above average, right? Because that's what yeah. he's got so far. He goes down. Tukarski gives you some like 900, 910, nine, you know what I mean? Like just decent. He's good for about a week and, and a half. Were, yeah. yeah, and you were winning. And then you started getting 0.86 and 0.84 and what was Subban, 0.73? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Nobody, nobody could survive. The Lightning couldn't survive goalies saving at that rate. No. Like nobody can survive that. Uh, so it's it's bad, man. True, but and the funny thing is, like, this is just this conti- just continues the stretch of like never listen to me when it comes to goalies, because it's the one thing that I'll fully admit I have no idea how to analyze a goalie. Because yeah. I liked Aaron Dell two years ago. Right, I was like, sign him. He's a great backup. And it's like, oh, he's the worst goalie I've ever watched. <laughs> never mind. But, I mean, that's the thing. You just you don't know. I mean, two, like I said, two and a half weeks ago, we we're talking about how they were getting decent goaltending from. At the time, it was Tukarski and Anderson just went down, but like, yeah. Now it, look where we are. You know, it's. I had someone on Twitter ask me like, "Hey, who do you think projects better, Levi or Portillo?" And I'm like, "If I answer, that guy is gonna die. Like tomorrow, <laughs> he's just gonna stop playing well forever. I'm like, so I'm gonna say nothing and just let fate do its thing because yeah. I'm just the kiss of death when it comes to like, you know, uh, amping up a goalie. They they immediately fail after that." Yeah, it's just, it's so hard, and it's becoming more frustrating to just get through this, and it's... It's got to be frustrating for the young guys, too, and that was the big thing, right? It's covering like, it's covering up some players who are playing well and exceeding some yeah. expectations, at least in terms of scoring. Yeah. 
it's all being yeah. blocked because and like you know you want to talk about development and a tank here it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too there guys you know what i mean like yeah. that type of development you want to change the culture you got to win some freaking games and like you can't get back into this like downtrodden team by january that's just going through the motions right because you'll get that if they just keep, you know, how long do you expect them to put up like four goal games and lose? And every still puck goes keep, in the net. That like, yeah. yeah. And still keep pushing at that same rate. Like they're human beings, man. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's just, it wears on you. Right. And so mm-hmm. you don't want these ne- this next wave of young guys like mired in that losing culture. If you want to use that word, yeah. like, okay, then get a fucking goalie. People are like, well, I don't want to give up a draft pick. It's like, okay, then don't get one. And I, I don't know what to tell you then. But I don't even know what the options are. I mean, that's the next part of this. And, that, and that's the other what, thing. The what is the solution? Is so here? thin, right? No, Anton right. Kudobin, like, in, like, by the way, his numbers good. are horrendous. Horrendous, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Corpusalo, horrendous, horrendous. Georgiev, horrendous. Yeah, and like every name, this year gets hurt now, so that's not happening. But right, still. sure. But like every name we've heard brought up, like around the Sabers in terms of goaltending the last year. You just look at their numbers now. It's like, thank God we didn't do that. But also, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what the answer is. Like, I don't know if there is an answer this year, except you try Luke like, and maybe you get lucky. Or see what like the Bruins want for Swayman because they're locked into Allmark for that silly contract. They're claiming they're bringing back Rask. So, what are you doing with Swayman? Like, I see what they want. I don't know. Uh, I think Rask only plays one more year there, anyways. I, but, Fair enough, but like, is is Swayman going to be a backup there? I guess maybe. Or are you going to pay backup Allmark five million dollars a year? Like, I, I just know. feel like they got to do something. That Allmark contract is so crazy for the Bruins. So crazy. I think every other podcast you talk about, like how nuts it is for them. Like it, it's weird. Never made sense when they did it, and still it makes even less sense now because he's just not doing well. I'll do that. Just if your plan was the pink brick grass, why not just yeah. I mean, right. look, look at what Ari's doing for the Flames, too. He's playing oh well. Oh, my God. He so is. That's the crazy part, right? So he just kept him. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know why you would make that investment in a goalie who was maybe only marginally better than what you had. Especially when you were getting brass back in December. Like, you couldn't survive two months. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Don't know. Anyways. Anyways. Digress. But, yeah, like I said, the market is... I, I don't know. I legitimately sitting here. I, I think your your best option to see what you have is throw Lucan in and see what happens. You have to at this point, right? I mean, you. I mean, especially if Subban is hurt and Tukarski's on the COVID protocol, you don't have a choice. You, you don't have a choice. Keep well, running unless you're just going to. Well, you might. You might. You can't, I don't though. know. I, I mean, mean depends how long as Subban's out, but I mean, well, if, it's, I mean if it's a foot ankle thing, I mean. I guess my question is like, okay, if if they had any man intention at all of seeing upl in the nhl this year why do they just trade for an ahl goalie with identical numbers to his <laughs> like that's my question like so you know everyone's like well they don't have a choice like they seem to be avoiding that at all costs yeah so i don't know i don't know it's but i mean i guess at this point you're backed into a wall for them right you don't have any yeah, unless he has another trade up his sleeve that he can pull out of somebody, but I, I don't know. We pulled I think PK I think, or PK Malcolm Subban PK. 2.0. Like he might be a better goalie. <laughs> um, but no, I think if Subban's okay, right? And that was just like he got nicked up for a game. Like I think you got to give him another game, just to, like get it, get his footing. You know what I mean? Just, but I if just that, think you ride it out with them and you deal with it. I mean, it's, right? Yeah. But if that doesn't work, like you got to call up UPL, man. Like what are we doing? Like he's no, I know he's flawed. I know he's not playing well, but like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, again, like, if he's hurt, you they have no choice because they have, have no, other, no choice, they have right. no NHL goal in the contract. So like he has to come up. That's like a psychopath and sign Hauser to an NHL deal. Yeah. Like I, where's I where's Stefano's like us at? <laughs> where's, where's my guy? I mean shit. Probably gonna need him back at this rate. Yeah. All the goalies yeah. are dropping. Yeah. I mean Anderson feels like it's I don't know. I don't if it feels like is, I would be careful here. I don't know what people think that I'm saying he's up for the season because I, I don't know that by any means that he's done for the season. Right. But it kind of feels like he probably won't play again. Why? Would just he? if you're kind of reading the tea leaves and everything, how yeah. the hall is gone. Yeah. I mean, it went from day to day to week to week, and now he's just, he's gone. He's, he's gone. He's month to month. Yeah. Yeah. Gone forever, baby. But I mean, like, uh, my other question is because I don't know the rules on this. What is the rule about plucking from Europe midseason? 
Is there one? Can you I just don't not think you do can. that? Okay. I don't think you can because contracts. Yep. That makes sense. European contracts. Say, and do I don't know if there's like a waiver situation there too and all that fun uh, stuff. No clue. But yeah. if if there was a possibility, just get Strauss, man. Like, I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. Got some good numbers for. Uh, He's killing it. And yes, he's killing it. Yeah. yeah. What the heck? I don't know. I don't know. It's don't not good. This. Yeah. Hold open tryouts. It didn't put Polly this thing. <laughs> like, I don't want to tell you. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I guess tomorrow we'll find out when they practice again what's going on with Subban. And yeah, you know, we should get we should get an idea at that point because we'll know if if UPL's here. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So. So that'll, yep. that'll give us an idea yep, there. Yep, yep. Just I kind of feel like though, if he's if he's healthy in the sense that he doesn't have COVID, that he should be here anyways and away from the Emirates mm. with that COVID situation going on there. But mm. yeah, that's probably smart, right? Yeah. Just call him up, give him a game, see what happens. Again, you, I don't you, feel like they're really gonna have a choice here. So <laughs> you legitimately have nothing to even if they do, you legitimately have nothing to lose. Worry about hurting his development. Like, okay. yeah, we'll just go back down and putting up an eight seven eight in Rochester. Right. Like, yeah, cares? that's helping. Like, yeah, right. Like, what's yeah. the difference? Yeah. We're gonna hurt his confidence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not already hurt? Because <laughs> it probably should be. Yeah, exactly. Uh all right. So beyond that, you know, I, I just think it's a lot of you know, to put a bow on it, I, I think it's the team defense is getting a lot of a bad rap in that, and, and I don't think it's fair. Um, I think it's magnified. I think the goaltending is far and away the major issue, maybe by like, I don't know. Like if you, the issues I would say is goaltending in terms of like the situation, goaltending, I don't know, giant gap from here to like Texas. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the defense falls in like there's, there's just, for me, it's just, it's a huge, there's a huge gap between the yeah. two. And, yeah. And again, I, I just want to be clear. I'm not saying the defense is good or anything. It's just it's no. not not as bad as it looks or people are claiming it to be. No, definitely not. I mean, it's very obviously a goaltending problem, first and foremost. So you want to talk about the next bad thing? Okay, sure. The power play is really bad. It's bad. It might be the worst one I've ever seen. So the, and there's a myriad of problems there okay yes there are so one they have trouble entering the zone that that's that's problem number one so it's more they get into the zone and get set up yep two when they get in the zone and set up it, it's the jack eichel power play we also skip a step where they have so much trouble setting up once they get in the zone so there's that too yes like an absurd <laughs> amount of trouble they whip it around the boards three or four times before somebody gets control of it. Yes. If they get control of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. If it's not yeah. clear by that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But when they do finally get control once in a while, it, it's it's the Jack Eichel power play where only three guys touch the puck. Mm-hmm. Thompson, Darlene, Olofsson. That's it. Mm-hmm. Tate Thompson thinks he's Steven Stamkos over there in the corner. <laughs> Olofsson doesn't shoot. And Darlene boots a puck every single or like every other power play and ends up in mm-hmm. your net. Yep. So like what so here so we I get the I think we can have this quick conversation. Does he not look like he's on Quaaludes? <laughs> My guy looks sedated. I, it's I just, weird. I don't know. I just want to say he's in his head. Like I, I don't know. Because the five on five part isn't that bad anymore. That's not really my issue with them. He's like I think five on five, besides a couple games over the last couple weeks, like the Carolina five on five game, he wasn't bad. I think he had some trouble in Florida. And before that, he was putting up some five on five games that were fine. So I'm not worried about that. It's just the power play, man, has been, and it's been all season, not just like recently. Mm-hmm. He's just been atrocious. Just Brutal. lazy puck plays at the at the point. Just bad turnovers. Easily, without exaggeration, is responsible for four, four or five throwing goals against. Yeah, that's probably right. I mean, I, I get it. I, I get Kruger is. Very big into the or not Kruger. <laughs> I was gonna say, what the fuck are we doing uh, here? Granado okay. <laughs> is very big into the um, you know, not penalizing guys or making mistakes type thing, but mm-hmm. like like I don't know. There's gotta be a point here. Like, like we're done, we're we're you know 
20 something games into the season like that that's got to go away now you start making mistakes there's got to be some sort of repercussions here yeah like if you're responsible for four or five throwing goals against you can't be on the top unit anymore like you just there's got to right. be something there like something and has to be is, done about it and this is a guy i don't even like that much and we've had this conversation but jacob bryson does a better job quarterbacking the power yeah he has Do- Dalene does yeah just mix it up for a change or if you mm-hmm. want try this keep Dalene on the top unit put brace at the point and put Dalene somewhere else put him on the sidewall see if he works better there mm-hmm. maybe he can make better cross ice passes because this team neglects the middle of the ice in the power play which is the next thing like it's I like that you actually suggested in a roundabout way putting a defenseman on the wing when I'm the one who has to deal with the false narrative <laughs> the power play is different though like it, it's I'm not saying to put him at forward I'm saying to play him on the wall like everyone heard what you said that's no you see you're just trying to twist it into <laughs> into the forward thing and that's not at all what I said nobody will believe your your fake media lies yes they will anyways <laughs> staying on topic here as you keep on derail the conversation uh yeah i mean it's you have to do something and you have to i don't know pull thompson i know he had that really cool clapper that one time like three weeks ago so if he's just going to keep firing shots from there and like never go in the net besides one every 15 to i don't know maybe 15 exaggeration maybe everyone that won like 40 tries that seems more likely um like take them off like do something different they, they don't try cross ice passes they don't try to pass it low they just pass it between the same three guys over and over again it's so easy to defend and it's just there's no creativity there's no anything in it and it's it's got to be done like it's it's i i've tried very hard not to be critical of coaches in their first full year and stuff like that and you know granado mm-hmm. is a really under talented team here but at some point here, man, we're going to start to say some things like you don't get a free pass forever, my guy. Like, right. You know, like if this this power play has been atrocious and by the way, it was pretty bad on him last year. Mm. We excuse that because no practice time, but it was the same type of thing. Couldn't get in. No, you know, no real quality looks of any kind. The passing around the outside. This is, this and it's is a the different same coach, thing. right? It's a different guy running. the. Power I, don't, I don't know if it's Ellis still. OK, I don't know. Was I, it, I don't thought it was who. loose last year before he got let go with Kruger. Maybe Ellis was doing it to close the year out, but I thought I thought I remember it being, I forget his first name, but I think it was Steve Smith. Did he do that? I thought he was Steve a Smith penalty was kill. PK, yeah. But he was one who left with Kruger, and then Granado right. had the power play. Interesting. And then he became coach, and I think Ellis took over, and I think Ellis has it this year. I think. I don't huh. know for sure. Okay. I don't even know who the other, whoever the other assistant is against the special teams. I don't the, even the know PK. his name. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He looks like a young, better looking Richard kind to me. Yeah. I don't That's my know. one anecdote about him. Yeah. And then obviously Mike Bales has the goaltending. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I'm mean, looking, it's... I'm looking it up right now because it's, <laughs> it's going to bother <laughs> I me. I certainly don't know his name either. Yep. Same. He came from, uh, didn't he come from Jay- the East? Jason East Christie or That's... Marty Wilford. Okay. They're both listed as assistant coaches. I don't know. All right. So you're, I don't know do. which one's on the bench, though. Hmm. Either way, who's ever running that power play? Something's got to change. Okay. It's not Christy on the bench. That is for certain. Okay. I just Googled him. I don't know that man. <laughs> never seen him before. <laughs> I've never seen that man in my life. <laughs> Marty Wolford is definitely the dude on the bench. Okay. So, yeah, like, I don't even care who does it. This, it's got to change. Make some personnel changes if you have to. I don't know. I've always liked Middlestead on the wall. And mm-hmm. I think he has good passing ability too for those cross-team passes. But I don't know. It's it's right there behind goaltending for me. Like how brutal it is. It's costing them goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the craziest. That's the crazy part. And it's, yeah, it's just yeah horrendous. That's all I can really say bad. about it. That's, that's the best way to describe it. It's just horrendous. I want to dig up the power play article I wrote this off season just to see how far off it is from that. Cause it's not even from what I remember, it's not even close from in terms of like personnel and how they're like approaching it in general. Yeah. yeah I mean, I thought middle was going to be a big piece of it and it's just, that's not, I mean, I get, he just came back too, but mm-hmm. that's not even happening either. 
Mm-hmm. And, and Cousins is borderline useless on that power play because he just they just have him stay in the middle of the ice and no one passes him the puck ever. Right. Skinner isn't a great power play guy, so when he gets it, he struggles. But again, he never touches the puck anyway, so what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. I tweeted before uh, the five-minute power play last night, how many goals did the Blackhawks score on this power play? Over, under two? Hurricane they got one. Mean? I'm sorry, Hurricanes. Uh, I was just reading about uh, Marty Wilford. Oh, and like- <laughs> he, he, he was drafted by the Blackhawks, so they were in head. my brain. Yeah. Um, but and they got one and they came dangerously close to another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. It's a rough scene out there. It's a rough scene out there. Wanna talk about some positive stuff? If you can find it, yeah, let's do it. Oh, there's positives. Come on, stop it that crazy. Fine. Um Dylan Cousins is good. That's no, what I was like gonna him. go to. Dylan Cousins. Mm-hmm. Killing dozens. You know, I mean, he's a guy who uh, pretty good down low around the net, tight spaces, finding guys. I think that's kind of a spot maybe you can find from on your power play. Mm -hmm. Similar to what Sam Reinhart used to do, but Mm -hmm. who am I to say such a thing, right? Who are you? More information than me. (laughs) No, I'm I'm kidding. I might get the other way. But uh, yeah, I mean, Cousins is playing well. I, you know, I'll, I'll give Granado credit. I Especially the first period against Seattle, I was like, oh, God, this line is not going to work with Murray and Oposo, and that has yeah. actually worked pretty well. So, you know, yeah. Brett, Brett Murray has played pretty well, given some opportunity here, so good for him, too. That's another positive. I mean, he's done some nice things. He's gotten – he's <laughs> even got a breakaway, for God's sake. He got behind the defense somehow with that, with that slow yeah, skating. That was pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, it seems like every line Oposo is on this year just succeeds, he's except for great. Eakin. Well, right. and, but I'm going to tell you this, though. He's the only guy with a positive XG with Eakin all yeah. year, him and Gergensen's. So but that's when Eakin ever... was playing his best when he was with those two. Yeah. So any line that dude touches kind of turns to gold here, which is really crazy and not a thing I thought I'd say if you'd asked me two years ago. But yeah, he's he helps. He helps in a big way. Good underlines. But... Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. I don't know, putting Dylan Cousins with two guys who can't really skate well anymore. Or, well, I say any more about Oposo Murray just ever. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it it's working. So, okie dokie. Yeah, I mean, keep that boy bad boy going. The first line still creating offense. So, yeah, keep that together. And then middle side just got back. And I thought he's been fine uh, coming back. And I would like to see a switch on that Thompson line, though. I don't care who you switch them with. I think you got you put uh, Asplund back on there. Yeah, I would just take off Skinner, put him back with Middlestat. I think that's right. Yeah, I still I think, think that's I still right. think Andres Bjork needs to be saved somehow too. Is that? I maybe you put him on that left wing with Middlestat. Then you have Middlestat, Bjork, Skinner. And then you've got Asplund, Thompson, Olafson. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's the move. Honestly. But yeah, you have to rescue Bjork. Get him off that Cody Eakin line, man. It's rescue not... any, or you just don't play Cody Eakin anymore. Then you can rescue everybody. Yeah, you can rescue everyone or call <laughs> Roots and Lane back up. Because I mean, even though he's not a good center, he's a better center than we just Cody play Eakin. Jankowski. He's not good, that good either. But like, sure, I don't care. Like Sean Malone, like I don't, you know, I don't give a crap, man. <laughs> just like whoever you want. Except Cody Egan. I know what they're doing. They're trying to see if they can get value for him via yeah. trade. And they're not going to keep scoring him. one goal every five games, six games. You might be able to, right. but yeah. Right. Because like someone will say, Cody Egan, he went on a deep run with the Vegas Golden Knights. Like he yeah. might be what and we're look need, at this. You know? He has six goals yeah. this year. He's got six goals. He's a good, you know, 13th defense or forward rather. And then you yeah. put him in and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> this is not what we bought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same reason why, like, Miller, I mean, because he's due for a scratch because he's had five bad games in a row. Um, the puck stopped not going do in it. for Miller, too. And the puck stopped <laughs> going in. Yep, he's turning back into a pumpkin. Robert Hag got a scratch, right? Unless he uh, was I think hurt. he was hurt. He was was hurt. he hurt? Okay. Yeah, that's not a but, nagging injury, yeah. Yep, he's turning back into a pumpkin. It's not good. Yoki yeah. Haru's very up and down. He has good games and terrible. He really games. is very up and down. Like he'll have great he's, games the next game. He'll be awful. And then what did I say? It, like, it might have even been last episode when we just it was the episode right before he came back. Yeah. Cause I we mentioned not being sold on him quite yet, or I mentioned that at least. And I said, like, it's a consistency thing for me. And yeah. that is still the case. 
Um, Bryson is again, he's kind of the same deal though. He's very up and down. Yeah. I don't know. Even with Bryson too, is we don't really know what his injury is too. So you kind of got to account for that. Yeah. You know, you no, know how much you're right. holding him back if at all. Yep. 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 It's going to be, uh, going to be an interesting few weeks here. That's for sure. It sure is interesting yeah. and probably kind of sad. <laughs> I mean, if I don't, don't know. Get like, goalie, I'm not like that down do? on it. Cause still like everything, I don't get really, I think this week might have been the first time I was doing a frustrated watching games. And that's because the goaltending, like, yeah, I kept, I kept no, just sitting here, kept yeah, sitting here like, saying, can you please just make a save? Like just one. I think like the amount of disappointment I can be in this season is zero. Cause like, yeah. it's just, we knew what this was. Like, I'm not disappointed or like sh- surprised or, right. you know what I mean? Even angry. It's just like watching it. Like, uh, okay. Like, here we go. Like, yeah, you know, we saw that. Like it's, it's, it doesn't make it any less painful, like, or like make it more enjoyable. Right. Because you right. knew it was going to be bad. It's still, like, not fun. Yeah, well, I mean, I would say, again, it's tough for me to say not fun. Because I think some of these games have been fun. Man. But the Florida game was still kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. Right. Didn't have fun. And it was, like, 4-1. to one, And then you're like, okay, this is. I mean, you I kind think... of think that game to be a 6 nothing game. And sure, they, really end up, funny, they end up losing. It? But all I thought about when they went up 3-0 is, like, this <laughs> This is going to be bad again. How quickly can they? Well, I thought the same thing. And and then they made a 4 1. I was like, yeah, well, maybe they'll hang on here. You're right. At the 4 1 point, I was like, yeah, yeah, they could park the bus for a period. Like, maybe, maybe not allow three goals. It's like, "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) that even gets to the end of the second period for us 4 3. Just kidding. Yeah. And then then, then they tie it like two minutes into the third period. Yeah, it was was a very swift comeback. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too. People keep like saying, like, you know, this team is just keeps faltering and you know, short windows to give up three goals in seven minutes or three goals in eight minutes. And it's mm-hmm. the problem is because your goaltender won't make a save to calm your right. team down. Right. You know, going yeah. back to the goalies again. That that's <laughs> the issue. They they feed right into the uh oh, this is bad. Uh oh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their their head is there too. It's like, oh man, I'm gonna allow another one. It's not good. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the hard part for me is I'm not, I was never expecting wins right or like you know a good record, but I think the fact that theoretically right a developing team would get a boost right from uh, shooting a you know above expectation right and getting goals it, and you know they don't know that they're shooting above expectation they just think they're scoring goals right because yep. you know the the players don't pay attention to the analytics at least not for the most part. Yep. And to have goaltending completely kill that, I think that is why I'm a little bit morose right now. Uh, just because I, I think the alternative, right, if you get average or good goaltending in that stretch, like you're you're doing a service to those young guys, right? Like you're really, I don't know. I don't. I don't. They're being the rewarded int- for for doing right. good things, right? I don't play the intangible game often, but like it's a, it's it's a legitimate intangible, like building confidence off of winning, yeah. right? And so even even for stretches and I, I think it has the exact opposite effect when the guys feel like man we're doing everything we can as skaters to win a game and we're getting just crushed by our goalies we're scoring four goals a game and still losing right by three right <laughs> yeah because like they don't know that their xg share is terrible they don't know yeah. that they shouldn't be scoring that many goals they just know they're scoring yeah yeah it's it's gonna wear eventually it really is so and again, I mean, maybe that's that's the good spot to end it here. It's it falls. I can't even say really falls on Granado because it doesn't. It doesn't. I, I mean, sure, it falls on Granado maybe to clean up your defense a little bit, yeah, to stop the trend we're seeing and you know get him back to at least average defensively. Right. But it, it's really it's on Adams to find a solution here. Yeah, because I mean, these goals are coming from medium to low danger shots. Credit to Granado because what he and we've talked about it on the pod before he said they try to keep shots to the outside and they have it's not that these shots are getting you know what i mean clustered in high danger areas like right yeah. in the slot they're not prime opportunities they're just moderate to decent ones you know what i mean yeah for the most part and they're just going in like I mean, the thing the thing that wanted to make me throw make me want to throw my laptop yesterday was i, I uh tweeted out um 
like, man, yeah, that was that was, that one was pretty bad on Saban. Like, there's not really an excuse there. And someone said his defender was screening him. I'm like, dude, it was from the fucking point, and there was one dude <laughs> between him and the goalie. And he really Stop wasn't even it. screened. Like, and he was not screened. But like, are we gonna do this on every fucking goal? Yeah. Like, uh, stop it. It was I didn't see it, but Ostrander said, like, that Murray did a good breakdown in the intermission of, like, how he was off his angle, like, at the puck drop. And like, I'm not going to try to analyze, like, you know, goalie positioning because yeah. it's just, it's not something I can relate to as right. someone who's never played any goalie in any, yeah. like, rec, you know, in any semblance, any sport. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'll take Marty's word for it. But yeah, it's very obviously a goal that an NHL goalie should save. It's a yeah. point shot with one man between him and the goalie, and the man had like 15 feet of distance. That's not a screen, man. No. Like, your, your defenseman is vaguely in your way. But he just got beat. Really. He got beat to the post. Because, like Marty said, he was out of position. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Not good. <sighs> yeah. It's so funny when they were reading the, um, I think it was prior to the game, they were reading like kind of the scouting report on Subban, right? They were like real active in the crease, like kind of overplay things. I'm like, oh, it's Dustin Tukarski. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wraparound goal was a perfect example of overplay it's, things like this. Perfect example. And it was funny in the moment. I was like, oh my God, like because <laughs> I thought it was a save. And someone's like, dude, that was all his fault that it even got there. And I looked again, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it super was. He almost skated behind the net with the guy with the puck. Followed him the whole way. I mean, do you... <laughs> do you want the next nine games leading into uh, into Christmas? Yeah, oh, really I, quick. It's not, it's I think not it's pretty. I think the death march I, I tweeted about, right? Like two months ago. Isn't this the beginning so, of the death march? Tuesday is home Anaheim, who's playing really well. Okay. So they have a three-game homestand this week. Anaheim Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The Rangers on Friday. Mm-hmm. Capitals on Saturday, both at home. Okay, so that's not bad. The Capitals, I mean, Rangers are bad. Right, you're that's not you're not going to get Shesterkin. You're going to get Georgiev again. So right, or or his backup because Shesterkin's hurt. Right, right. So like, okay, but yeah, I think it, then the Jets after that, after the Capitals, yeah, then then, like, then you go on your road whatever. trip and you play Winnipeg, yeah. Minnesota, yep. Pittsburgh. Yep. Come back home, Columbus. Okay. Colorado at home. Colorado. And then Columbus again. Right. So the the actual death march, that's not the start of it. That begins January 30th. So it's the end of January, not December. It's it, I can't wait. It's going to be a bloodbath. The end bath. of January? Yep. Yep. Avalanche, Golden Knights, Blues, Stars, Maple Leafs, Wild, Kings, Panthers, Golden Knights, oh. Maple Leafs, Oilers. Yeah, I see. Oh, that. my God. Yeah, Absolute I mean, you got, a, you got an Olympic march. break in the middle of it that breaks it up, but yeah. Yeah, but that that's the death march. Yeah. Even if you want to do end of February and like exclude those first two games, it's a <laughs> just hellish Colorado Vegas. And by the way, that Vegas game, yeah. You're probably gonna be playing Jack Eichel. Uh, before the break, you think? February first. He's he's he was he's skating already. Yeah, I know. I wonder if they just like eh, I guess, yeah, you're probably playing Jack Eichel. And if not, you're definitely playing him March 10th, which is yeah, only right. six games later, right? <laughs> yeah, right. At all, yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, it's Avalanche, Golden Knights, Blues, Stars, Maple Leafs, Wild, Kings, Panthers, Golden Knights, Maple Leafs, Oilers, Flames, then Canucks, like, is your first break. That, but Penguin, then Pittsburgh Penguins, Capitals. Capitals. Yeah, oh, my God. Absolute firing squad of teams. Yeah. Yikes. If they win two games in that stretch. Huzzah. They'll be giving up eight goals every single game. God. I mean, Dallas isn't that hard. They're not playing great right now, but that's yeah. really it. And the Kings are kind of who knows what they'll be at that point. But other than that, yeah, good luck. Man. I mean, Dylan Cousins goalie. Dylan Cousins can shut down Connor McDavid, so I'm not worried about Edmonton. I think the guy most frustrated about uh, the Sabres goalie situation right now is Tim Murray just throwing his remote at the TV. Like, what were these assholes <laughs> right. when I was trying to tank? I had to right. trade for, I had to sacrifice 15 goalies <laughs> to finally get to <laughs> finally get within, you know, beating Arizona by two points. Or finally got Matt Hackett in there. Yeah. And everything yeah. went well for me. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Good old Matt Hackett. Good old Matt Hackett. Andre Makarov. Yeah. The list goes on. Andre Makarov played one game. And then he said Tim Murray hated Russians. Probably right. Probably wasn't wrong. <laughs> I mean, 
Wasn't Matt Hackett the guy who was mad and thought he should have been a starter and then I that, no that's idea. him. Am I thinking about the story right? When he got demoted to the H, so he thought he should have been a starter and maybe maybe he was, like, maybe he was it. with Minnesota before because they acquired him for that part of that Pominville trade. Right. And maybe in Minnesota he was mad he wasn't mm. playing in then the they had, NHL. They, didn't Kasdorf play a game that year? Or th- he maybe did. a couple, yeah. Yeah, and that was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, and then the wasn't that the was that the year they had like Nathan Lewin and Connor Knapp so. play a couple games at so, the end because so of injuries. That's a, that's a fun way to close this out. <laughs> Let's name all the goalies from that year, which I'm sure people listening are naming them right now because they're sickos. Oh, I'm sure know I, it, like, I could easily. Do you want to play the game? Timmy, you can yeah, get let's it. play the game. Hang on, I actually want you to play because I know I'm not going to get them all. Okay, I'm, let me I'm, know when you have them all. I'm, I'm too I'm too senile. Hang on, okay. Let's see. Okay. We should just go to hockey reference and get the stats. Um, there weren't that many. There were only five. Five goalies. All right. Who were they? There's only five of them? It's only five of them. I thought there was more than five. In 14-15, there were just five. Hackett, Makarov, uh-huh. Enroth, uh-huh. Neuverth, uh-huh. Lindbach. missing one. Yep. That's the guys. All right. What about the year before so, that? The year before so, that, there had to be way more. So Kassorf did not play that year. So, so whatever the next year, but the year before played, that, so the Reinhardt yeah. year, is that the one where uh, they had a whole bunch? So there were six that year. Man, I don't know if I can even get those though. You could, you could get them. And Roth. Yep. Is that the year that Nap and Lewin played? Nap and Lewin. Yep. Noop and Lowen. Yeah. Nap and Lewin. Mm-hmm. Three more. Two of them are carryovers to the next season. Neuberth, was he on that roster? Yep. So you got two more. One of them is insanely obvious, and I'm mad at you for not getting it. The other one, it's a guy we've talked about. Was that the other? I know he didn't play any games, but that was the Halak year trade, right? It was, but he did not play any. Yeah, games. I know he didn't play any right. games, but yep. yeah, that was a Halak trade year. Um I'm 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 blanking. Um, so hack it. He was on that team? That was he the Pominville year? That's right, yeah. Pominville year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, and then the guy who played the most games that year. I thought I'm not going to play the most games. Um, nope. Not even close. Who would have played the most games from that season? People are screaming at the, at the Either, podcast right now. I'm, I'm screaming <laughs> at you internally. He might have, might have been traded that year. He might have been traded. And, uh, big, Miller was on that team. Big, yeah, Ryan Miller. That's right. He was on that games. team, wasn't he? Yes. I was thinking he was traded the year before that. Nope. That's right. <laughs> Miller was on that team. That's right. That's right. I want to see yeah, if some reason I was thinking ever played or if I made that up. So I'm looking at 15-16. Kassdorf at that was his one start. That was one start. One start. Save percentage of 0.867. Make Arendelle blush. Yep. That was Chad Johnson. Had- Chad Johnson, Robert Johnson, Leonard. Allmark, Lemmer, yep. Leonard, rather. Allmark, yeah. yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Allmark with a 9-1-3. Wasn't like Allmark's first year in North America, and he was like all over. He was a psychopath in the net, like all over the place. He was bananas. <laughs> I actually went, because I, I loved Linus Allmark. I still do. But like as a prospect, I was a huge fan of his. So during that season, I made it a point. Like they announced like hours before puck drop that he was going to get his first start. Yeah. I, I called up my buddy. I'm like, we're going to the game night. It's like, okay. Like it's so we went to like this Wednesday night game against the devils and watched him lose two to one and stop like 40 shots. And still lose. <laughs> it was his first NHL game. I wanted to be there. Cause I thought he was going to be amazing. And he turned out to be just okay. Yeah. But I mean, for goalies prospects, I mean, you gotta yep. <laughs> stick. Okay. Okay, yeah. it works. Okay, okay, it's fine sometimes. I mean, he turned into a goalie that gets paid five million dollars in this league. So yeah, and he was day, a sixth know? round pick. I mean, right. what the, what do you want? Yep. No. Yep. Chad Johnson had a point nine two that year. That's just crazy. He was good that year. He was good. And then he was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> the rest of the time. Well, he came back. He, he came left back. and came back. That's right. And he, he came back and it was not the same Ocho Cinco that we yeah, had been brutal. accustomed to. Yeah. Very bad. Really bad. Yep. That was huh. fun. Fun little ending. Speaking of goalies, go ending Speak- goalies on a good note. Okay. Devin Levi. Oh, deep. Levi, real comfortable cold ending. Unbelievable. So good. Like he's just carrying the Huskies. What do they rank now? 
they were 16th and who did they beat? They beat a ranked team over this weekend in both games. Yeah. I mean, I think they won two to one and stopped like 45. Shots. Two to one. The next one, they won so, four to one. Yeah. So they're, hmm? I think the new poll comes out tomorrow. Okay. Like, cause I don't even see him on this one. Yeah. I think there was 16 plus time I checked. Huh. Oh, yep. They are 16th. I just can't read. Yep. Okay. It's the 16th. Yeah. Did they play North Dakota? Maybe. Maybe. And that's who they beat. Or was it Providence? Might have been Providence, actually. Northeastern hockey. Let's see. Let's see. It was Providence. Oh, thanks for visiting the site. Oh, thank you, Northeastern. So their last game, yeah, they beat Providence twice. Yeah, Providence twice. So two nothing, then four to one. Yeah, I think I think it was the second one. I'm gonna pull up the box score where they just got outshot like crazy. Oh, the, it was the first one. It was the first one. Oh, was it the first one? Yeah. Okay. The second one they won four to one. It was the first one they won two to one. He yeah. Had a, a stupid amount of saves. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then Greg Mc, Greg McKeg was talking about uh whatever his name is. Uh, Grant, Mc, Grant McKeg. Grant McKeg. Yeah. Yeah. Greg McKeg plays in the NHL. Stellar defense. Yeah. It's funny. Good stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad. The college guys are pretty much done for a month here. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. I think Power actually has one more game next, two more games, or one, one or two. I think it's one more weekend series next week. Play Ohio State, but Johnson's done until mid January. Levi's done until mid January, um, and then after that, the next time we'll see uh, Power after next weekend will be for Canada and the World Juniors. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got a really – it's fun. I'm looking at Northeastern schedule. Like, Boston College is really the only team that – and they play them three times that they mm-hmm. have left on the schedule that's hard, like a good team. UConn, Merrimack, Vermont. Like, yeah. Long Island, which I didn't even know they had a D1 hockey <laughs> team, to be honest with you. They're newer, I think. Yeah. Are they? Pretty sure. So, yeah, they could they could sneak up there. Yeah, I mean, they'll definitely they'll be in the tournament, right? So Probably, yeah. So that'll be cool to see. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, Power in Michigan will be in there. Ryan Johnson yep. and Aaron Hoogland from Minnesota will be in there. Yeah. I, think it's all your, I think that's all your college guys with Levi. Something to look forward to. Yeah. It's a little bit disappointing that we're not going to see Paterka, it appears, in the World Juniors. Mm. I, I think he would have just wrecked that tournament. Yeah, I wonder if that's because he's going to the Olympics. Yeah, I would bet that's what it is. You think so? Yeah. Because that was my first thought. I'm like, well... The only reason he wouldn't do that, right, is if he's going to the Olympics. Yeah, I would bet for sure. So Same thing pull- with, with Reichel from the Blackhawks. I bet they're both going. Yeah, just because I, I, I'm just looking at it for shits and giggles here. I'm looking at a mock draft right now. It's got the Sabres at seventh picking Connor Geeky, which I'd be cool with because <laughs> uh, I like his brother. Seventh, he's picking Jan- wow. Jonathan Leckerimaki. Sure. Yeah. He's a center for on um, Gardens IF. Okay. You got by the way, Patrick Bexel. Uh, when I interviewed him, he just was peeing himself in my pronunciations of the Swedish teams. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Vax Joe. And he's like, excuse me. Like, Come on. <laughs> no, it's no wrong. It's Vesha. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's right. It is. Ha. And then at 32nd, Leon Bichel, another defenseman from Lexans. Which is probably Lassan or something. But yeah, defenseman 6'5, 212. He's a big boy. Big boy, that Leon Bichelle. Sure. Well, big boys. Why not? Isn't cool. that where uh, Rosine is at Lexans? That's his teammate. Yeah, that is correct. Interesting. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. I haven't looked at any that really looked into the prospects that much. Yeah, I'm trying frozen. to avoid usually in past yep. seasons. I'm, I'm starting to get into it around now, but I'm trying to uh, push that as long as I can here. Huh. Only thing I know about the guys at the top right now in terms of how they're doing is Shane Wright's not doing Shane Wright things. He's not doing Shane Wright things. That is true. Oh man. How disappointing. It's probably, it's because he's getting like one minute a night, but uh, Rosen has four points in 25 games for Lexans. Yeah. He but barely, again, it's he barely he's plays not though. Playing right yeah. Now. Yep. Yeah. Don't, don't yep, need yep, to get yep. him out of there. Like, I'd get him. I'd get him overseas. ASAP. See if you can get him into a world junior or world junior, a CHL team next season or something. CHL team or because you definitely some, don't want him in the AHL. I don't think he's ready or just for that like yet. even if you get him into the DEL, right? Or, or you know, what I mean, Finland, yeah, I, I don't care. Like get him somewhere else. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess you could try a different Swedish team. I don't know. I mean, those yeah. Swedish teams don't really play young guys. Yeah, I don't know what the transfer rules like. I think he's got to get like transfer drafted, right? Loan something. Well, Loaned, yeah. yeah, I mean, he'd have to get he'd have to get drafted in because that's what happened to Lukanen, right? Yeah, he got Sudbury drafted, drafted in, uh, him. Yeah, yeah, in the okay. import draft. Import draft. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to like make a deal, like try to get one of those CHL teams to do that. Yeah, and then get them loaned. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Right. Yeah, they got to get him out of there. That's not good. Not All right. Good. I think cool. we've gone we've, we've gone off we've, track. We've here. we've meandered <laughs> enough for one episode. Got some prospect talk in there. Even yeah. here in a while, right? Yeah, something good for fun. everybody. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty fun to watch Ryan Johnson and Owen Power this weekend face off mm-hmm. each other. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Ryan Johnson and his crew took game one, and then Power and the boys took game two. Well, Luke Hughes was abused along the way. Mm. Poor guy. Poor guy. All right. So that's it for this week. Goaltending, power play. <laughs> the Leafs are getting shit wrecked by the freaking Jets right now. Sorry. <laughs> End of the second, they're down 5 3 to Winnipeg. Sorry, I just thought that was funny. I just pulled up scores for the fun of it. <laughs> Does Winnipeg score five on anybody? <laughs> I think they should. Their offense is still good, right? Do they? Okay. Oh, wow. They scored eight on the Devils like one night ago. Okay. Well, then there you go. Okay. Thou shall not. I'll doubt well, Nikolai Ehlers. By the way, though, aside from that, they've only scored five. No, they do it a lot. Never mind. Oh my God. So <laughs> they, much. They, they put so four much. to five on everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're the Sabres. They just put four to five on everyone. They get something different. Just counter Hellbooks or goalie and they win games right. five to one. Right. Except, yeah. Then it, this, you could tell exactly when their backup was in, like when the Wild beat them seven to one. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah, they score a lot. I'm an idiot. Okay. Anyway. All right. Off track again. Now we can end. Now we're going to end the podcast. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Enjoy the games this week. Uh, For those Bills fans out there, enjoy the Monday night game tomorrow. Big game. Um, I'm sure we'll be on edge with that. So thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week. Hopefully, I don't know, they get some saves and keep scoring goals and it'll be more fun, but who knows? And in, in this world or the season of chaos, what will actually happen? Uh, but we'll be here to talk about it in a week. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.